0: Pencils glue, we got crayons every hue. School supplies for your whole crew. Target's got everything you need to ready, set go back to school.
1: Block talk radio <laughs>
2: Welcome everybody to Star Points Meditation Two. First off, I want to thank everybody who wrote their impressions down and sent them into us. It really, really is of great use to us and, and fascinating um, to to see just where everybody goes when we do a meditation. Uh, it's we've gotten fascinating, interesting, insightful, and. Um, Tantalizing impressions from all of you, so please keep them coming and and go back and repeat the meditation if you want to and and go go more deeply into the areas that we've gone into it 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 is really important to get your input and to get your insights. Everybody comes from a different place, and so what everybody sees is going to be just slightly different. So it's it's fascinating and as soon as we are able to assemble all of the impressions and put them together and as soon as Bill's book is published we will certainly share with all of you the impressions that everybody got it's it's a remarkable adventure to go back and remember the meditation and then pick up what everybody has seen it's just amazing those of you who are going to be listening in archive. um, I I absolutely want to thank all of you for taking the time and, and the energy and, and for putting your energy into these meditations so that we can link everybody around the world. It, it adds to our, Power is not the right word, but I guess it's the best word. It it adds well. It adds to the intensity of the energy of the meditation itself, so that though you participate, not necessarily at a, at the same time, it all sort of comes together. I don't know how it works. If I did, I'd probably I'd probably write a book. What happens is I gather all of your energy together, and it's that energy that takes us into the places that we go and helps us to understand and gather and remember the things that we see. So today we are, we are going into uh, going to attempt to visit the, the Khufu Valley mortuary um, that, that was slash is attached to the great pyramid at Giza and we sent you the um, GPS, and and hopefully it didn't confuse any of you that um, where we're going is not above ground. Where we're going was once above ground, but it no longer is, and so there there are dwellings and stuff like that on top of the, the site that we will be visiting, but when we visit it, they won't be there. So just so that if you are one of those people that needs to be visually taken to a site, Please know that that we're going beneath the sight we're going beneath and beyond time in the in the meditation so that uh so that what what you see in the meditation is going to be what was there not what is there right now and um' it's it's, it's a fascinating journey i I did the meditation before you know earlier today and it's it's quite quite amazing at how what we see not only with our eyes but with our mind eyes, the difference in the, in the environment and the difference in what we are going to be viewing today. That's, that's one of the coolest things about um, distant viewing. The other thing is if you haven't already printed out the material we sent you, it might help you in visualizing where we're going and and what we're what we're going to be sort of thinking into um, i I've, I'm a very visual person myself so i I print out what Bill sends and i I get a picture of exactly where it is we're going to go so that so that we're able to to sort of Transcend time and go into another place, another part of life itself. So that said, and you know, just let me check the chat room. Nope, no questions. Okay. So I want you to settle back, relax, take a few deep breaths, get get comfortable in in your environment. Cut down into your energy field, settle into your space, take a few deep breaths, let go of the problems and the issues of the day, let them go, you can pick them up later on if you want to, release the tension and worries, for we're gathering together to travel not only in space, but time as well. Take a deep breath and slowly let it go. Let go of the here and the now. Take another deep breath and feel yourself getting lighter and lighter, freer and freer of the time, the moment, the worries, the challenges. Take another deep breath. Release everything that has been bothering you, those burdens. Feel your shoulders getting lighter and lighter. Feel yourself, the essence of that which you are getting lighter and lighter. And the light flooding into your body, into your being. And dispelling those dark spaces, those concerns, those worries. Creator of all that ever was. All that is and all that is yet to evolve bind us together. Link our energies that we become one for this time. Weave our energies and help us to create a web of energy that protects us and energizes us. Link us for a time, out of time, beyond the here and the now, into a frame, a time frame that is between breaths, between seconds, between milliseconds. Take us into a time that does not exist, yet isolate us from all of us. Link us, energize us connects us, connect us, empower us to travel into time and space, to view and remember antiquity and before, and to bring those memories into consciousness to be shared. Feel the energy surround you and draw you in to a light globe, feel the light flow through your body and awaken all levels of your energetic fields all areas of consciousness and awareness and feel your personal glow as it integrates into the light globe we are drawn into as one we take a breath and slowly release it one for the body and another breath a deep breath and release it slowly for the mind another deep breath clearing the way for spirit and slowly release it and yet another to break free from the earth and the earth plane and to rise above feeling yourselves getting lighter and lighter, freer and freer from the restrictions of the body of the earth plane and rising gently beyond the gravity of earth, beyond the clouds in the sky, comfort of space. Around us, The cosmos cradles us as we float, a glowing orb of light floating in the embrace of the universe. Take a moment to reflect on the wonders and the peace of this experience and file it away to draw upon when life gets difficult We turn our focus to the planet Earth as it gently turns below us. Observe as time passes for the planet, yet not for us. For we are out of the orbit of time. We are out of the planet and its existence. We are beyond the Earth plane. And we're in a space where time does not exist. Because we're going to travel back in time. We're going to watch as the earth reverses its path and flows backwards. So that time moves backwards as we watch. Time for the planet reverses as we... And we watch as generations reverse... The face of the planet changes. Mists come and go, generation upon generation flows backwards. The atmosphere clears, and where once there had been industry, it's replaced by fires and hearths. Further and further we watch as time flows backwards, even further, and where there have been great cities, Now nature has reclaimed its territory. Empires and cultures rise and fall and thousands of years are traveled. Our attention is drawn to the area which will eventually become called Egypt. And we watch time flows there century after century, thousands and thousands of years. This is our destination for this journey. And we watch as structures are built and crumble into sand, as they are built and crumble into sand yet again. Watch as we Watch the Giza Giza Plateau as it comes into focus. And we see huge buildings rising. We watch as the Great Pyramid appears before our eyes. And we slowly sink into this time frame. The plateau, and and we look at the Great Pyramid. Now new, white, po- polished, glowing in the sun, reflecting back a brilliance that is beyond compare. Its surface white. You see no no breaks in it. You see no blocks in it. You don't see it as it is pictured in so many pictures. It is a white surface. And that white surface reflects the sun and creates a glow that draws us in. We float closer and closer. And as we get closer to the pyramid, to its coating of white, we realize that it's covered with writing, with hieroglyphs. And they cover the entire pyramid. We walk around the pyramid and we realize that all four sides are covered. Gaze in wonder at all of this material, all of this wisdom that is in this one place. And though we aren't trained to read the hieroglyphs, we know the meaning of what is said. And it awakens within us an understanding and awareness and a memory of times long past. It is not the history of a people. It is a history of a time. And we draw it in. We take it in. And we remember it. For it will awaken within us understanding of times and aspects of our culture that have been long forgotten. Leading from the pyramid is a causeway, a great causeway. It's wide and it's lined with objects. And as our feet touch down on this causeway, we feel the warmth of the pavement underneath our feet. And we draw in energy from this time frame. It increases the glow that is within us. It enhances our perception and our understanding. And it lights our way to move forward. This is a very long causeway. And we're, in, we're impressed by the width of it by the construction of it, and as we walk along the pathway, we realize that there are people moving in all directions, and yet they cannot see us, for the glow that we radiate makes us invisible and untouchable. So we wander within a culture, about a culture, observing a culture, yet untouched by it. As we walk along the causeway with our backs to the Great Pyramid, we see before us that there is a large building, but this is a long causeway. It is hundreds of of feet long, and as we walk along it, we marvel at the structure, at the construction, and we begin to feel and sense feelings, and we, we catch smells. And as we walk along, we are, we are aware very, very much of the scents that are in the air and the element that there, there feels as though there is water around us, and indeed there is. And as we walk along this causeway, we are drawn by a large building that is at the, the foot of this causeway. And we look at the building and we stand in awe of it, for it is white marble. It appears to be white marble. There are pillars all around it and walkways. And as we walk towards it, we are made to feel very small by the immensity of this building, of the grandeur that it presents to us. And of the reverence that people seem to acquire as they get closer and closer to it. It is a place where spirit dwells. It is a place where energy is centered. And it is a place of great power, even in some cases more so than the Great Pyramid itself. As we walk through the the walkway, as we pass through the columns, we take a deep breath and we smell incense as well as water. And we feel a soft breeze as it flows past us. This is a center of spiritual enlightenment, of spiritual energies. And there's a center courtyard courtyard. And we walk around it, observing and remembering its purpose. There are fountains. There are statuaries. There are altars. It has a feeling of immense magic here. To the other side of the building, through those columns, there is yet another courtyard that's even bigger than the first one. There is pavement underneath our feet, and at its center is a large obelisk. And as we walk up to the obelisk, we circle around it. And find that it too is covered with hieroglyphs, but of a different nature. And we look at them and understand that it is a different nature than the ones that we had originally seen. The hieroglyphs are different. They're not hieroglyphs, but they are another form of writing. And the obelisk is more ancient than the buildings around us. And again, though we do not speak the language, we understand the meaning. It speaks of awareness and growth, wars, and the ascendance of the spirit. And we are touched by it, awakened by it, enlightened by it. We circle it three times. We turn back to the building called or drawn by an energy that is quite profound. And as we walk through the corridor of columns again into the courtyard, we find there is a passageway there. And we are drawn by the energy to that passageway. And as we enter it, we find cooler air greets us. Passageway leads us slowly down an incline no steps and incline and we go deeper and deeper into the depths below the surface that call to us again the air is cooler there is almost a breeze that meets us it kisses our faces and cools us we are led deeper into chambers with lights illuminating yet have no source the further down this passageway that we go, the larger the chambers become on either side. And we find that from the largest, there are many branches, all very large. We come to the bottom of the passageway and there's a huge chamber there. And we stand for a time. And we feel the presence of of others, yet don't see them. We feel the mists of others, yet we can't quite grasp them. We feel in another time and space, and almost there's a feeling of vertigo, but not quite. We feel the presence of water far above us, and there is great safety here and a feeling of peace and protection. We take some time and explore and find there are markings on the walls, the ceilings, and the floor that seem to glow as we walk by. They're informative and directional. And they don't speak to the past. They speak to the future. We hear fountains. Don't see them, but we hear them. There is a trickle of water that is pure and cool, clear. We take note to remember the directions, the glows, and the symbols that we've seen, for they're not Egyptian, yet they feel similar. The information that is on the walls, porting of history, but a foretelling of future. We glow, our light merges with that of the chamber, for there is no darkness here. We become one with the light there. And it awakens within us memories of the purpose of this and the other chambers, how they were used, and how in other dimensions they continue to be used. They're waiting for a time of reawakening on the earth plane. We turn and retrace our footsteps, flowing back up the passageway, flowing into the sunlight once more. We have been deep within the core, the heart of this part of the planet. And we bring back with us memories, not recorded, anywhere but in our consciousnesses. We retrace our footsteps, flowing back up the passageway, floating, flowing into the sunlight once more. We pass through the columns, causeway that led us here. We start to walk and we feel the warmth of the causeway and the draw of the Great Pyramid. And midway, we pause. Midway, we regather our energies. We reweave our energetic fields. And we recreate that globe of light wherein we traveled. We reunite our energies and as one, take a deep breath. Drawing in the smell and the feel of the earth plane, the sand and the incest. This breath for the earth. Another and slowly release it. This breath for the wisdom gathered and reawakened. Another breath for the spirit. And the guideposts reached. And as we gently rise into the ether, floating gently higher and higher into the atmosphere and beyond, we turn and gaze at the earth as it returns to its cycles and moves forward once again in time, turns And time catches up with itself. As the here and the now begin to sync with our energies. As the earth continues its flow, its passage through the time that we have on it, gently return to our bodies. We gently return and bring the energy and the wisdom that we have gathered with us. We bring our spirits back into the physical, becoming once more within this reality, this time frame. A deep breath. And return to this moment in time. Another deep breath. Feel your energy reintegrate into your body, remembering the information gathered and the memories that were awakened. Another deep breath and stretch yourself into the energy to refill your body, your avatar, with the spirit energy that has been traveling through time and space. You stretch, wiggle your toes wiggle your fingers (laughs) stretch yourself so you can expand into the wisdom and the knowingness and the knowledge of the magic that you experienced and awaken to this time and this space okay Bill you back
1: Hmm, yeah Yeah. I'm back (laughs) all right Deb you back yeah
2: yeah. Just yeah. At least I didn't.
1: I didn't. I didn't jump this time.
2: <laughs> no. Well, I kept talking.
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Good. All right. I lost you for a minute. The phone went out, uh, so I had to reconnect. So um, oh, okay. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear anything, and then I saw it was my phone. So that was good. That was very good. Thank you. I like the. I like it when people talk because I could see what you were saying.
2: Um, yeah, it was uh, it was wild to me. I didn't think there would be a passageway yeah. under yeah. the um,
1: yeah, and well,
2: that was very real to me. That passageway yeah. beneath the uh, the yeah,
1: mortuary.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah, well, if you understand that the level of the ground at that point is about uh, I'd have to look at it, but it's like forty or fifty meters below the Great Pyramid. Uh huh. The, the, the ground level there, and um, what was interesting to me was that the original obelisk that was there, what I saw was like forty or fifty feet underground, and that the obelisk that's standing there right now, physically, that's shown in the pictures, is actually the tip of the original obelisk. Ah. And and that's kind of like what I saw. So what was happening was that that ancient obelisk was holding space and time right now with the existing obelisk that's there. And what was interesting when I was doing the research was the Egyptians want to tell you where the causeway is and was by how they did excavations within the city. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, some people... Uh, you know the, the geometry and the uh, exact location is not physically, you know, known because nobody's actually dug it up. Although some have uh, illegally, but mm-hmm. the fact that the fact that when I was doing the coordination triangulations using the stars, the stars actually showed me where that point was, and when I went there on the Google Earth, uh, right in front of me. Right and standing on the road was this physical obelisk in the exact location. Oh, so wow. that was kind of like couldn't be a coincidence for me. And then when I looked across the street and I saw on the Google map this great big, huge, undeveloped area where there's no buildings or anything, it's just open land, uh, it, you know, it probably indicates that the Egyptians are aware of that it won't allow any construction there. Because that is the original location of the uh, Khufu Mortuary Temple Complex, and there, where the road is right now, and it's and it's well known, is the exact location of the water canal that brought the waters in from the Nile all the way to the Great Pyramid. Ah, so what about the, what the about, road? The, the what road about the, is actually, Yeah, go what? ahead. The road is actually the canal. And in the middle of the road, there's two roads, uh, two lanes on one side and two lanes on the other side. And in the middle is a great big, huge canal that's covered. It's now covered, but was the original and, and is still the irrigation ditch used today, used by the farmers to water all the crops in the area all around the pyramid.
2: That would explain the water. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. What so that's so the white coating
2: on the pyramid? Was the pyramid... Covered with white coating that had hieroglyphs on it?
1: Um, yes, um, yes. Um, it, it was like a huge mirror and it collected the solar rays from the sun. But uh, what some people may or may not be aware of is that it's actually a communication device because it's actually dipped, it's actually eight sided, it's not four sided and it's right down the middle it, it's about 1 meter less in height than the outer so it's kind of like a, a four Vs and what that does that's collecting the communication cosmic communication which is broadcast into our consciousness mm-hmm. and okay. at, and at and at night what shows up hold on a second somebody else is calling mm-hmm. me on the other phone Okay. i'll hang it up um Uh, At night, uh, it was so reflective that it reflected the entire solar uh, night sky. All of the stars showed up on all four sides. Wow. And and so those were the astrological hieroglyphics, and they were in constant motion. As the stars moved uh, through the nighttime, like with the rising of um, um, Orion and all the other stars around it, they rotated and moved around the um, the pyramid, so they were in you know in constant motion. You couldn't see it because you don't see the stars move at night, but they do mm-hmm. if you were to put a camera. So this was the the stellar messages anchored into the the pyramid. So and that's kind of okay. like what the you know what the book is about, too.
2: Wow. So yes, and what, and, and what there are the hieroglyphics. What about the fact that that I saw different symbols on the on the obelisk than I did
1: on the pyramid. Uh yeah, I, I caught that. Okay. Um there are two different uh communications um purposes. Um in every most of the obelisks all over Egypt and and the world, but they have the hieroglyphics on them. But they can't uh-huh. be read properly. They're not read properly, okay? And so yes, uh, the hieroglyphics would have would have been different because the temple served a different purpose than the pyramid itself. So the people coming to this particular area would arrive in um, at the um, destination there, and it was also a mortuary temple where the embalm, um, embalming took place for the pharaohs when they died. Hmm. And so these well, these yeah. were the these were probably the messages of the. Spells of the dead, or something like that. Well, that In other it, words, was surprise. Yeah. Yeah. They would be different.
2: Was, yeah. It, well, what really surprised me was, you know, we didn't go into any embalming, anything. We we went from yeah. the plateau underneath to other chambers that had a different right. meaning, and I I was getting
1: yeah right. Um. Yeah. You yeah. know, it was the right to what, they, what my guidance was, that was the messages for the rite of passage.
2: Okay. Great. To be
1: able to go below, you know, so all everything has instructions. Everything has instructions. And so, the you know, the writings on the temple and everything else were messages to whomever was visiting in whatever timeline. Okay. And uh, I thought that was interesting when you turn the earth backwards. Okay. <laughs> which which actually reversed the time. Okay, yeah. um, uh, that was uh, pretty powerful for me because you know it kind of like I lost all track of time itself. I didn't, I, you know, and I did find myself back there then. Yeah, so that was pretty powerful by doing that. I'm glad you brought yeah. it back to right spin. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't oh, know. It I, I, I could have. It would have been more fun to stop about 30 years ago. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. That's right. And the fact that it was giving us messages for the future uh, is very interesting because that's what I'm doing right now. And you'll get my emails here shortly about uh, the next location. And that's kind of like uh, we're trying to correct some some um, distortion distorted information about Egypt. And so... Um, oh
2: what i got that i was what i was fascinated with was when when we were in that big chamber underneath the the mortuary thing it mm-hmm. almost felt like it was like a terminal and a space terminal
1: <laughs> okay go ahead a, okay well,
2: a, a terminal and especially when there were yeah. was writing on the floor
1: which yeah, okay. i found
2: interesting and it okay, was cool. it, it. i almost felt like it was I almost looked for a concession stand. Um, yeah. It, it, <laughs> no, no popcorn. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. But but no, it really it felt like as the, and there were there it, it it appeared that there were tunnels off in all directions.
1: Mhm. So and, it was. And a hub. they are. Yeah, it was the hub because uh, that area right there is part of the inner earth. So yes. Yes, it's a it's oh. a, you know it's like it's like Grand Central Station in New York. That's exactly what it is. Oh, well, you didn't and, te- you didn't tell me that. Well, well, I can't tell you everything until afterwards. But anyway, it is, and uh, it, all of, underneath all of Cairo, that's what Cairo is, as well as and it connects to all the sacred sites on the planet. All of them are wow. in these hub in these hubs. Yeah. That was really weird. That was cool. I can't wait
2: to do the meditation. You know, when I lead it. I'm very conscious mm-hmm. of keeping everybody together,
1: right?
2: So that so that okay. I'm not really able to, um, you know, reflect on what yeah. I'm seeing and, and stuff like that. Though I'm I'm right. leading you there, I, I'm right. making sure that that everybody's together,
1: mm-hmm. so
2: that and it's that energy that takes me to wherever we go.
1: Right. So this was a fun one. Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't I think that's that's what these are you know, these are all about. To be mm-hmm. able to bring in new awarenesses about that and how we're gonna be connecting other places on the planet together. We'll see how how it unfolds. But this was yeah, the beginning I mean, where you found Grand Central Station in Cairo, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean, that was rather yeah, impressive. Yeah. It was yeah.
2: helpful Heliopolis. Yeah. Yeah. I, I kept thinking no, no, we're not going down. We're 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 looking at the mortuary, and I kept getting pulled down, and it was like, no, Bill didn't say there was anything underneath here, and we kept going down, mm-hmm. and it was like, oh, what the mm-hmm. hell? All
1: right, we'll go. Um, well, I mean, I went I went fifty meters down. I don't know how far you went. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I, I mean, I was about fifty day. meters. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah what I'm just saying is, I mean, I did go down, and that's when I felt that the existing um monument that's right there in the exact location was the tip of the ancient uh, obelisk. And it had to have been one of the most grand obelisks of all, you know, if it was associated at the time of the pyramids or, you know, whatever timeline that it was in, because it does not Mm -hmm. have to mean that it it was built during the time of the Great Pyramid. It could have been built, you know, afterwards or before. Mm -hmm but uh you know that that area is very very ancient okay, you, you can't put a time you can't put a time on it
2: i have deb's microphone open deb what what were you getting i mean i i didn't mean to jump in here what were you getting
0: <laughs> well i i did get to a point where i i was um looking at the reflections for a while and i was trying to figure out the languages On the hieroglyphic, but then I got kind of lost at looking at the floor, and then (laughs) I realized that to me, that was the go here, go here. If you need to go here, you go this way. They were the now directions, where some of the others were the past, or you know, in back here is, and then. You know you could go along, and if you look further along the walls, you had you know future dur- how to get to the future yeah but and, that and, and, was the, and, the,
2: and the restrooms were signaled on the floor. is that it
0: well everything you know if you're you're you know going to you know the cafe it's this you know I guess not a good <laughs> example, but no, I mean it literally gave you directions um. And I don't know if it was in this one or a different one that I I keep getting drawn to an eight-point star that had uh, globes, uh, you know, rings in it, and 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 um, different. Um, that was a guiding tool to different areas. Very cool. R- mm. Write it down Be and like send it in.
1: <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I, I know. Yeah. Well, when she was saying that about yeah. you working on the floor, I saw the floor is almost like black. But yeah, the floor wasn't black, but the space was black, and that these were like timeline, uh, energy, um, um, tunnels, to on, on multi-dimensional levels that take you That's to back cool. in time or forward. And, and that's kind of like what I saw when you were talking about that. Um,
2: Very cool. It was like,
1: you know, when you look into the when you look into the earth, the inner earth is really the outside universe. You know, and the outside universe is just reflecting what's on the inside of the earth. Okay. Um, how how we see it because our eyes want to our physical eyes want to turn everything upside down, you know, and uh-huh. reverse everything. So our third eye actually sees it in a true dimension that dimension is up is really down. I don't know how to say that. <laughs> okay. So okay. Yeah, I mean, but I could I could I could see the dark the the blackness uh darkness around it that was allowing these like these little um I don't know how to say it, um I don't want to call it like a black hole, it's more like a white hole. But mm-hmm. um you know it was going in all these different directions and they were like you know, like tubes. You know, like big tunnels, like yeah. I was on a Amtrak going through. You know exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. I, uh, I I wanted I wanted to make sure that people understood how big this yeah. central oh, yeah, chamber was and how huge these corridors right. were that went yeah, yeah. in lots of different yeah.
1: directions. And actually, well, I those... felt myself. I was on. I felt myself being on Voyager. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I love Star Trek. Star Trek Voyager. <laughs> I was like I was moving. And I was at Warp Ten too. Okay, that's so cool. Um,
2: Well, a lot of people I'm sure were just listening in, and Mm -hmm. I'm sure that we will, and there will be others that do this in their in their own time space. And hopefully, everybody will send type, and and we've certainly shared a lot of what we felt, and and Mm -hmm. you know that they'll they'll share where they went because um, it was a very interesting trip.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What I really wanted in in, in my uh decision and discussion with you to pick this one point was to show people need to move beyond what they're seeing in the physical world around them and there's mm-hmm. really something else there but this illusion that we have based on our belief systems and stuff, you know, focuses on what's what's here really now and is really something really else there. And we just don't get to see it So that's what I'm hoping That these meditations will Allow people to be able to Start to be able to see that And feel that
2: Well going back in time Sure helped some too That was fun
1: Yeah Yeah. (laughs) You finally brought me back to today I'm usually one day ahead But I'm back to the normal time now I have to go check the the, the clock Okay
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay I will ask okay. people send in their impressions. I will get them off to you i i I think I think they were i I'm not sure I sent all of the stuff from last one to you. I will check and make sure you have it okay. all and okay. um Super. i want thank everybody for taking their time. those that listen in archives. thank you muchly for for taking the time to do the meditation with us and hopefully send us your impressions and uh, we will let you know where we're going to go next week. So until then, bye everybody.
1: Okay.
2: Bye-bye.
0: Thank you. Bye-bye. 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 End episode. End episode. Daddy, where do babies come from? Uh, well, uh, honey? Mommy went to the store. Oh, well, you see, um, well, there's a mommy and a daddy, right? Right. And see, when they call GEICO, uh, they could save a bunch of money on car insurance. Oh, really? And that makes them happy? Yes, that makes them very happy. That's good. Yeah. Well, I'm glad we could have this talk, sunshine. <laughs> GEICO. Because saving 15% or more on car insurance is always a great answer. Ready? Your whole crew. Target's got everything you need to ready, set, go, back to school.